The SWP is brought to you by Jim K. Ford and All Insurance Ontario. You've heard a lot from me over the last three years, and I think I can help you. My goal is to save you money, and I'll make it easy too. I won't waste your time with 25 questions about whether you got your G1 on a Tuesday or a Friday. Text quote to 860-6008 to get started. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. So you're thinking about a nice used vehicle for the summer, but maybe you're a little uncertain about it. You've got questions. Of course, you want to make a smart choice. Well, Jim K. Ford removes all of your worries. First of all, Jim K. Ford is your Ottawa certified pre-owned Ford dealer. How about a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage? History report of the vehicle. Purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. Now, that's peace of mind. Check out jimkford.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. The SWP with Steve Warren and Jim Jerome. Ottawa Sports Talk every weekday. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up today, remember how I said Tampa was done? Pounded yeah. <laughs> Colorado in game three, six to two. I feel less sure about that, uh, that concept today. Nikita Kucherov suffers a lower body injury in what I'm calling... An unusual dirty play. Brooks Kepka appalled with the media last week for daring the audacity to ask him about going to the Live Tour. He's sick of it. Brooks Kepka has now joined the Live Tour. And Nick Faldo is retiring from the broadcast booth. All still ahead today here on the SWP. It is Steve and Jimmy. Once again, thank you for being with us. We hope you enjoy the show. Jimmy, what's going on with you? Uh, Steve, just checking my mute button if it works. Three, four, five, six. Yeah, it works. 11, 12, 13. It works. So not too much lung butter today then? No, no, not too much. Um, uh, there's a lot, but I can stifle it. Um, Good. Yeah, the Brooks Kepka thing's funny, isn't it? You know, yeah. Brooks, Brooks kind of taking a stand. You know, you're, 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 you're taking the bloom off the rose of the U.S. Open. Yeah. Okay, by, by asking me this. So, uh you know, I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of hearing about the Live Tour. Yeah. And back, mm. if you take it back like several weeks, he was one of the first guys to denounce the Live Golf Series. I guess money talks at the end of the day, doesn't it? Yeah, it sure it sure does. Um, I'll read you something interesting, you know, because everyone's take on this thing has been, you know, uh, disgusting money grab, uh, you know, um, uh social you know in, in injustice human rights violations uh over you know over there and what guys should do and they shouldn't and blah 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 you know so so the question though that's still um is front of mind for me all the time steve is is why are they doing this you know why is the saudi backed uh tournament uh in front of us now you know what they don't I, do they need it do they want it uh, is it, why, why are they taking this thing on? Um, and Terry, we got a buddy, Terry over who, who, who lives and works over there. He's an educator, a uh, big listener of the show, by the way, he listens every day. So, Hey, Terry. Um, and he was, and, and he was obviously listening to our takes on it over the last, it's probably a couple of weeks now. Uh, anyways, he sent me this, which is maybe the reason why they're doing this. Um, the country is desperate to be accepted on the world scene, but it will take them hosting an Olympic Games or the World Cup of Soccer before they are finally seen as accepted. Golf is but one means of them trying to be seen as a forward-thinking 
uh, as forward thinking and acceptable. They already have a four way into the English Premier League with them purchasing a team there last, uh, this last year. I remember, uh, I guess he's talking about the head on one of these things, uh, when they tried to purchase Manchester United, but I don't think they were able to buy it. So th- that, that gives me a little bit of an understanding, right? I, I don't live over there. I've never been there. I don't know the way of life, uh, but I always have an opinion, Steve, of something that I have no facts about. <laughs> you know, uh, but so that kind of answers it, right? When you think about it, you know, wh- wh- why would they bother trying to do this? And uh, um, whether they're, wh- whether, you know, the, this thing will play out, uh, will be interesting, and how it plays out will be totally interesting. But um, it, it gives me a little bit of sense of why they're doing it, what, what Terry said, you know, of, of what they're trying to do. Uh, so then I go, oh, okay, all right, okay, I, I understand that. Um, so I don't know what, what d- does that make it any any less appetizing, you know, of, of what's going on over there? Uh, again, I go I go back to, you know, if you're going to call these guys out for anyone participating in a funded event that they're doing, uh, then then you got to call out all these companies, right? That that work over there, have offices over there, sell their products over there, on and on. You know, so you you, you can't really take them down, uh, you know, for w- these golfers for wanting to work over there. Uh, well, I think you can. You, know, you just have to be equally uh, disrespectful to what. You know, other businesses are doing, you know, and I still think I think everybody's well within their rights to criticize the guys who are playing in that. And as far as the question that you put to, you know, why is why are the Saudis doing this, you know, to try and, I guess, instill goodwill and, uh, and and get their reputation back around the world. I think a bigger thing that you could do there if you're the Saudis, rather than start your own golf league and spend uh, many king's ransoms on it, maybe stop doing shitty things. How about that? Ha. <laughs> well, maybe that'd be a start. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the other thing, Steve. This talk of cash grab, okay, is ridiculous. Okay, it, it, it is a bunch of money, and yes, they're going to do that. But but if you're going to start to, you know, uh, of course, athletes get paid a lot of money. You know, uh, they all do. The NBA and baseball and the NFL um, and hockey. You know, they they get a whack of dough, all of them, for their, their whole life. You know, mm-hmm. so if, if a Russian guy, you know, signs in Washington like Ovechkin and the KHL has a league over there that they would expect him to play, you know, do they step up and go, you know what, that, that guy didn't play here because he went over to the NHL for the cash, mm-hmm. you know, right? Okay, he did. No one, no one ever gripes about that, Steve. You know, there's a reason all the baseball players, Steve, don't play in Japan where they have a pretty healthy league, Right. Because because the, the you know the MLB is millions of dollars more, you know, uh, and same thing with same thing with the NFL or, or, or basketball, you know. So so don't be coming to me going. The golfers are disgusting that they're going to play there uh, because there's a bunch of cash, you know. Um, you know the, that's the reason all athletes, you know, a big reason, Steve. Uh, if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna you know, take these guys down for doing that. Well, then every time a player doesn't sign a deal and he's a holdout in another sport or they're still negotiating the deal, when we hear you hear it all day long, Steve, the team has made an offer and apparently that's not acceptable to that guy. 
Well, then you better stand up and go, that's disgusting, you know? So it's all about the cash, is it, dude? And, and, and it is, Steve. It is, you know? That's why they have agents. If, if it wasn't about the cash, there wouldn't be sports agents. There wouldn't be all this stuff. So everyone's got to dial it back a little bit, blaming golfers like they're the first people in the world to, to you know, go somewhere where there's more money. Yeah, okay. I, mean, I, think, you're, I think that's fair. You know, who, those who are complaining about the golfers should be complaining about other things as well. But right. I don't think that I don't think because that's not happening in a lot of cases, I don't think that gives the golfers a pass. You know, I think you just sort of say, OK, well, it's uh, it's OK for them to do what they're doing because there are many other cases out there. And uh, that's how I feel about it. I mean, let's let's talk about Saudi Arabia. Right. I mean, what where where does it cross a line then? Um, like if we go back to golf in 1942 and a bunch of PGA players went over and played for a Nazi funded golf league. Right. So it's at what stage, like what, where's the line exactly? Saudi Arabia, these are some of the ways, and this is according to Amnesty International, uh, some of the ways they're violating citizen human rights. They use torture as a punishment for robbery, for example. They've carried out amputations where the opposite hand and the foot are completely removed for someone who's found guilty of robbery. Executions are on the increase. There's no freedom of speech over there. Women are widely abused and discriminated against. Torture in police custody is very common. Anyone can be detained and arrested with absolutely no good reason. reason. And I could go on and on. Um, they are trying to turn a corner and, uh, and do a little spit polish on their world image. But until they stop all those things I just talked about, and there's no sign that they are, then mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't think starting a golf league is going to turn anybody's opinion around. Well... Free agency in hockey, Steve, first of all, before we leave this money thing, you know, every time free agency comes up, right? Unrestricted free agents, right? Every year, right? You have it at the end of this year, right? What's the, what's the free agency market going to look like? The only discussion, Steve, all the time in it. Okay. The, the first topic all the time, and it, it, it runs through the whole conversation about it is this guy's going to make a whack. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going, what is this guy going to make? You know, what he's, he's going to sign for millions and millions. So, you know, <clears throat> to my co- point again about about the money. Maybe the other thing too, Steve, is uh, I get what you're saying. I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I'm I'm of the opinion though, if you're going to do that, then if you're playing in the states where their immigration laws are are you know or immigration rights, what you know is is way behind the eight ball, way behind the eight ball. When Donald Trump was around, okay. When Donald Trump was president, where's everyone pulling up going, this guy's disgusting. Okay, this guy's disgusting. I'm not going to participate in any of this stuff. Um, are, are there, are, you know, what's the level of, of heinousness in, in this stuff? Um, you know, who, who, know, who knows, I guess, you know, but maybe Stevie, maybe by this league coming over there, when these guys do start up, then maybe it will, maybe it will be a sign of change. You know, maybe, maybe it will be. If you want to, I, I like what you said, you know, if you want to be on the world stage, you're going to have to change some of your shit, man, you know, and, and maybe this will be the, the start of it, you know, that they, they jump into this tour. It gets a ton of exposure like it is right now. It'll get more and more all the time. Yes. People might watch, they might not watch, but, but it's here to stay. There's no doubt. It's, it's here to stay for a long, <clears throat> excuse me, for a long time. And then maybe some of these players do step up and go, okay, I'll keep playing in this thing, but 
you know, we need, we need to, we need to look at, uh, your, your policies, your laws, your punishment, right. you know, so. So back um, to Kepka, I think it's kind of interesting that it's the guys who've, whose character has been called into question. There's quite a few of those guys that have accepted these live golf invitations. You've got Kepka, you got Patrick Reed, you got Bryson DeChambeau, you got Sergio Garcia, Ian Poulter's been fairly vocal, though I don't know I'd put him in the same category as those four guys. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the Live Golf Tour is actually purging the PGA of some of its heels. Those are the guys that are going over to Live, but there's also some guys in there as well. Like the rumor today is that Colin Morikawa is about to sign on with Live Golf. Mm-hmm. So it just it's a cross section still. And uh, again, money talks. That's the story in golf today. Yeah, it's like if you don't think the NHL is about money, Steve, here's another one to look at. You know, the uh, the the financial penalties, Steve, when guys get suspended are a joke, right? It's like five grand or something, right? Some some of the stuff, right? When guys are making seven, eight, nine million, okay? And everyone looks at it and goes, that's, that's ridiculous, right? And so then you ask, well, why, why is it so low, right? And And they're probably going, well, if you hit these guys too hard, there's going to be some pushback. If you hit them too hard with too much cash, so um, it's kind of apples and oranges, though. And I mean, unless some you keep going to that NHL metaphor, and it's like, well, unless there's some sort of reign of evil, human rights violations behind one of these signings, then it's not really a comparable, is it? When you get down to it, well, I, I, again, Steve, I go back to you know, sort of glass houses on this thing. You know, if you're going to call out Saudi Arabia. Uh, then, then let's look at everything you're involved in and let's, and let's check out state laws, uh, you know, um, uh, other, other deals, gun laws, uh, all, all sorts of stuff, Steve. I've talked about this before, you know, that, you know, or, or, or companies that are participating, you know, that, that do, do business over there, right? You're going to look at this list and go down and go, okay, what, what, what about these dudes? Okay. Let's leave the golfers aside for a second. What about all this stuff over here? You know, they bought a soccer team. Okay, are you going to shut the league down? Right? Are you going to be because of of their their alleged reputation? You know? Yeah, they I, overlooked I, it. There's no question that uh, yeah, so. these soccer teams did, and uh, the league at large did, and everybody got paid, and so they looked the other way. You mentioned gun laws. Jeez. It was around the May 2 for a weekend, and you had 19 children in Texas mm. killed by a shooter, two teachers killed. And seeing some of the testimony today, like I guess there was one guy that was supervising the cops that day. <clears throat> and there was something like three minutes. They're all just sitting there. And the guy that's in charge basically says, no, we're not going in. We're not going in. There was moms mm-hmm. like falling all over themselves, wanting to go in and they're, and they're wearing t-shirts and shorts and they want to get in there and, and help their kids. Mm-hmm. And then all these policemen, who have the full Kevlar vests, they have the guns, they have the training, and uh, they stood outside and didn't do anything until it was too late. Three minutes they were out there. The gunman went in there for three minutes, and he was inside the classroom door. They never even checked to see if the door was locked or not. And so the Texas public safety chief testified uh, uh, today and uh, just said the whole thing by police. Uh, The response was an abject failure 
that's not tied into anything we had planned to talk about when you mentioned gun laws. I just sort of had to mention that just how sad and awful that is. I've always said, Steve, there's, it's easy enough on paper to look back at the thing, right? How, how, how do we, how do we, how could have we improved? How could we handle this thing differently? Um, you know, it's really hard to defend insanity, you know? Um, and so people want to try and simplify that thing. When I heard that, and I hear what you're saying, you know, that, well, they should have, could have, didn't, you know, in, in this case, of course, of course, if we saw it coming, who saw it coming, right? I, I watched Trevor Noah last night and he talked a lot about it. It might've been a rerun of a show, but, mm-hmm. but he talked a lot about that gun laws and, and, and he had, as he does, uh, you know, all these videos of people weighing in on it over time, politicians and stuff. And, and all, and everyone seemed to say, here's what you need to do. You know, you need to have only one entrance to a school. You need to have a, if, if someone w- does walk through that security thing with double doors where you get scanned, uh, then you're going to, you're going to trap them like a rat, you know, and, and, and stuff like that. Right. That was just sort of unreasonable, but um, it, it's, it's, re- it's really, it's really hard, Stevie, in my mind to, to suss that out when some guy snaps. Okay. What are we going to do about when a guy snaps? Right. What, what, what are we, what are we going to do there? Right. And, you know, you ask, you ask any pilot, Stevie, okay. What, what their, their biggest fear is, okay. Is someone snapping on an airplane, right? They, they don't fear trying to drive a plane through a storm. They don't fear engine failure. They don't, you know, they're, they're, they're trained, highly trained to do all that stuff. But, but the unknown is what is, is what is just so frightening, right. In this thing. So, um, you know, I, like they said last night, when you, you maybe have to ban the the rifles, the AK-14s or whatever they are, these are guns that the police are afraid of. It's not even about measuring out mental illness and gun laws and such. The uniqueness of this one is that you know, okay, it's all happened, and the guy's there. He's in a classroom. The police were on hand, and for three minutes they just stood around. Yeah, uh, stood around, and I guess they were waiting for a key. They just assumed that the door was locked. No one tried the door. Like, no one just sort of wiggled the doorknob to see if it was locked or not. All right, let's get on to some, uh, back to some happier thoughts on the sports side of things. And uh, the Stanley Cup final continues. We'll get into that in just a second. We'll also talk about a new head coach for the Dallas Stars. That's coming up after these words. Do you ever wonder how to answer the questions your insurance company is asking? What do they really want to know? Like I drive to work, but only twice a week. Let me deal with it for you. I'm literally an expert. I'm on your side virtually for free. Text me, Jared Gerard, 613-801-2659. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Thinking about a nice used vehicle for the summer, but maybe you're a little uncertain about it. Of course, you want to make a smart choice. Everybody does. Well, Jim K. Ford removes all your worries. Jim K. Ford is your Ottawa certified pre-owned Ford dealer. How about a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage, history report of the vehicle, purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and more? That is peace of mind. Check out JimKFord.com. They're at 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. If you need help navigating this wild Ottawa housing market, call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team. For sellers, Glenn services include staging, painting, cleaning, and, of course, negotiating all the offers coming in. For buyers, Glenn has the expertise to help you land your dream home when competing with so many other offers. So if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, contact Glenn today, glennwalton.com. 
One other golf note before we get away from that. How about Nick Faldo retiring? I didn't know he was in the booth for 16 years with CBS and Golf Channel. Felt like he just got there. I've always been a fan. I've always always thought he's been pretty good. He got some grief recently, James, given that uh, he he struggled at times with that whole concept of tape delay. You know, they they just right. the recording <laughs> over here, and they want to kind of leave it up, you know, up in the air. Okay, now let's go to sixteen. Um, um, Bill Smith is on hand, right? And at that stage, Nick Faldo is going. Okay, we're going to sixteen now, and you're not going to believe what happens here. Like just stuff like that. Struggled right. with that from time to time, and the fans didn't like that. But generally speaking, I thought he was pretty good at what he did. You a fan? It's a total fan. Yeah, I was a total fan. You know, Johnny Miller was the guy who came before him, right, who was good. I really liked Johnny, right? Yeah. So, sort of cutting, right? A little harsh, right? But but it was, was real, you know, where the stuff wasn't so vanilla. Uh, the, the thing about Nick, when they bring Nick Faldo on in golf, I, you know, prior to that, Stevie, um, I, I, I forget who the commentators were, you know, Roger Maltby, right. He's still around there. Um, you know, some, some other guys, Andy North, right. Where a couple of these guys that I remember back in the day. The, and the issue with those guys, Stevie was, um, they had, they had long careers, but they weren't great players. Okay. They didn't, they didn't knock it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Then along then the golf channel, right, which which was no one ever thought would work, by the way, Stevie. You can't have one channel dedicated to one sport. That'll never work. Do you remember that? I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. I said, that's ridiculous. How can you have golf on for 24 hours a day? Well, we sure know now that you can. Uh, so then I, I, I compare Nick Faldo to, um, you know, to Aikman or, or, or Tony Romo uh, or, you know, or... Um, some you know when if, if LeBron James ever hits the booth, right? Nick Nick Falda was like a awesome golfer, Steve, multi-time Masters champion, you know, a major winner, uh, re- really had the the cred, you know, and and so yeah. I think those guys have set the template. It'll be interesting to see how they're going to replace him, you know, and and who they're going to do it with. But the sports world has changed now, right? That they're, they're we got to find someone like the Paytons, you know, or like the Mannings you know, uh, to get in the booth. Uh, so when Nick came along, it, you, you, you might not have liked him, but it's hard to argue with his reputation and and his career, you know? Yeah. Uh, so uh, he, he was, it, it was good. It was a big step, you know, um, back, back yeah. in the day. So to your point uh, about uh, great players getting into the broadcast booth, whatever the sport is, I think that's a, that's a good point because I think that you need to have, Something left in the tank. You know, the guys who are really at the top, made all the money, had all the fame, they're all well fed. And I think that to, to want to get in the broadcast booth and get into that grind, you have to really, for the most part, and Nick Faldo is the exception, you really need to have some, un, I don't know, some things left undone in the sport of golf almost. You, know, you, even, you even see it with GMs in the NHL, for example, you, or coaching. You don't often see the legends of the game get into coaching or into the management side of things. Steve Eisman mm-hmm. might be an exception. I think it's for the most part, those guys just want to kick back and relax because they've gotten everything they wanted out of the sport. I think it's mostly the guys that feel like they have fire left, something more to give. Those aren't generally the legends anymore. Those guys all, like I say, they, they're, they're fat cats at this stage mm-hmm. of the game, and they don't really feel a need to carry on. I think that's how it is in the in the golf booth. And by the way, uh, Johnny Miller just retired in uh, 2018, so 
Uh, he was an NBC guy, whereas Nick Faldo's a CBS guy. Right. Okay. Um, well, Gretzky and Messier, right? Hockey, hockey looked at this thing and said, okay, we're going to, we're going to have to, you know, explode here with talent for, for our broadcast, right? The, you know, the, the whole, the whole thing, Steve, about, you know, the sports world, uh, where, where they got to change is the, the youth are coming into this thing saying, I don't want to, I, I don't want to invest two and a half hours to watch all this. I don't want to sit around and have to wait for four minutes and five minutes of commercials. And so all that's going to change. All that's going to change over time. Uh, and including that will be, you know, analysis of it. I, like, yeah. like right now, Stevie, I'm, I watched an MMA fight the other day. Uh, just happened to flip on, stopped. Uh, so, so the, 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 whatever you call it, Steve, the font along the bottom where they show, you know, on the left is the, the, the timer for the round. Okay. Mm -hmm. So whatever it is, three, four, five rounds or whatever. So on the left, there's a little box, you know, ticking down the time. It's five minute rounds. Okay. Right of that, Steve, that goes all across the the screen are six or seven different boxes about bets you could make. Right. Okay. Like right now you can make a bet who throws the next punch, (laughs) who wins the round, Who's going to go down for it? But, you know, so it's changed, right? The, the, the whole thing. And I don't know what's going to happen with this gambling thing, Steve. It'll be, it'll be interesting because right now people are, are, are kind of sick of it. You know, they're kind of sick of it. And they've got, you know, they're, they're getting pretty vocal about, you know, what, what are you doing here? Promoting, yeah. you, know, the, the, you know, this just in, you know, gambling is right up there with the, the many issues of addiction. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you know, no but, doubt. Uh, and it's funny right, you mentioned so. that because I was thinking about that. I'm not even going to give you a timeline. So, because I don't, I think this is slanderous if I mention names, teams, leagues on this. I'll just say I was watching a team sporting event and something happened near the end of the game that just made no sense to me. And you know where my mind went? Probably in large part because I was in the three hours I'm watching this team sporting event besieged with the notion of gambling and the money that's changing hands on the outcome of what I'm watching, immediately my thought went to, I think that guy might be on the take. And it wasn't a joke. Like It was that. It was just such a bizarre play. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Right. No, like didn't, that, that totally looked out of place and wrong. It, didn't, it, it was nothing I could excuse the play on, and it was a game-changing. It, it ended the game, basically. And all I could think of at the time, is that guy on the take? Right. So it's... Uh, it's an interesting box match. that pro sports is open right now. Yeah, match match fixing, right? Is is yeah. is always getting the problem with with, with gambling, you know. Uh, and and the other one is, you know, the you know you, you go to the Pete Rose thing, right? Many many years ago, right? It, because of his gambling, he's not going to get in there. Well, we'll whip the tape ahead to today, okay? Where it's shunned, you know, you can't have you can't have athletes gambling. Okay, uh, I don't know. About nine times an hour, I watch. The great one walking through a shadow, uh, doing an ad for MGM betting. Your old buddy, remember you guys? Yeah. <laughs> a time of your friends and things. Yeah, well, thirty right. year stretch never... that came to a close recently. Yeah, and, and all this, you know, the the you, you watch um, you watch the hockey now, and they and they flip to cabbie there as buddy, right? With with to, obviously it's a paid spot. Yeah, to talk about the odds of what you can do in the next period in this game and stuff like that. And I'm 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 there, there's a sense of you know fear foreboding here that that it, it's going to be very problematic you know yeah. down the road uh, you know unrealistic to you know you'd say well people gamble on sports we get it okay well that's fine 
but you're 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 capitalizing on this thing to the nth on nth degree, you know. So yeah, well, and it's just everything is weird in radio and TV. We're going through like a this transition period, just full on shrinkage year by year, particularly radio. Young people are just giving up on radio. There's just almost mm-hmm. nobody listening to radio under the age of 25 anymore, and that's part of the whole media picture. So. And the TV's the same to some degree. It's all on demand. It's all coming from the internet. And TV's trying to evolve in that space too. But in the meantime, they're just trying to plug all the leaks in the dam. And this is one of the ways they're trying to do that. In that uh, now that it's legal, uh, they're going for it. And they're trying to make up for losses here in this transitional period right. in traditional media. So I think that's what you're seeing. But uh, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know that it's healthy from the sports perspective. Well, I don't either, Steve. And here's the other one, Steve. On, you know, uh, earlier to our talk about, you know, golfers grabbing the grabbing the skrilla here. Okay, See, seeing the dollar signs and everyone, you know, everyone on their backs, right, about this thing and poking them in the head, saying you can't do this. Uh, what about the NHL, Steve? Okay, uh, with the with the gambling thing. Okay, the only answer for it, Steve. Right? Everyone agree? Yeah, gambling is a problem. Shouldn't promote it. You know, shouldn't you know? It, it's it's bad enough as it is right now. Okay, mm-hmm. so the NHL goes well. Here's the deal. Okay, Bet three six five or MGM or Sports Interaction or these other companies, right, have jillions of dollars, Steve. Yeah, jillions. Obviously, okay. yeah, and and obviously, and so what does the NHL do? Uh, we're we're gonna we're doing all this because we're grabbing a bunch of cash, mm-hmm. a bunch yep. of cash. So. Everyone just piped down a little bit about, you know, on the golfers again about this stuff, right? I mean, that the, I don't know that guy for three six five or something. Steve made four or five hundred million, his salary. The CEO of three six five. Yeah, life know. is good. Yeah. No, it's everywhere. Though I'm I'm watching newspapers try to evolve to an online product. That we know that's where it's going. They're trying to do that. I read a local sports story. And I won't even I won't name names. I don't want to you know criticize anybody. Everybody's doing what they have to to keep their head above water. But it was just a standard. I don't know, maybe a three minute read. Do you know how many banners of advertising sports gambling there were in that three minute read? Seven, oh, yeah. seven banners. Really? Yeah. Yes. Like, come on. But they're doing what they have to to survive, and so I guess that's the deal they've made. Uh, okay, so we jumped on the podcast today planning to talk about the Stanley Cup final and uh, maybe some golf talk in there as well. And you got uh, you got yourself a bunch of Saudi Arabia talk. We got some gun law talk, and we had some <laughs> sports gambling talk. Uh, you never know where the show is going to go. Yeah, it is, uh, by the way, 2-1. to one, Lightning back in the series against Colorado with a, an impressive 6-2 win at home. So they have a chance to tie it up in Game 4, obviously. Nikita Kucherov injured in that game. I thought it was a dirty play by Devin Taves. It was near the end of the game, and Taves comes over as you had uh, Kucherov with the puck. He's about to enter the Colorado zone, and he comes up in a really unnatural-looking play. Go ahead and cross-check him toward the boards. You know, mm-hmm. Look at least like you're trying to make a hockey play. I've never seen that before where Taves comes over, lays his cross-check in a downward motion, and you could see that as he put, sort of put his cross-check on the hip of Kucherov, he pushed totally downward, put all his weight on it, and Kucherov's knee almost collapsed underneath him, 
And uh, there was a penalty called on the play. Kucherov stayed for the ensuing five on three, took one one timer and scurried off the ice, never to be seen again in the game. If you have Kucherov coming off the ice with an opportunity to get points in a five on three, you know that's a, a relevant, serious, potentially injury. And if he mm-hmm. has to miss any any time for the lightning, that that makes their chore of coming back in this series all the tougher. Yeah. What sort of taste does it leave in your mouth, right? Uh, I mean, we, we talk about this all the time. You know, I, I, I used to think, well, they should have they should have a hockey stick should be like breakaway glass, you know, in a movie scene, right? Mm-hmm. Because these things are lethal, right? <laughs> it's like if you if you grab your suck your stick by the butt end and only sort of a foot and a half down, okay? All right, say a two two feet that top part of the shaft, and you're grabbing it. Okay, I don't know what's it. What's the equivalent of Steve? Steel, okay, yeah. cast iron. Okay, that you can check these guys with. Yeah, uh, it's 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 lethal. But I guess if you're going to try and hurt a guy, Stevie. Go for number one. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's a big deal. And uh, I don't know. Uh, to me, I, I, I'd I, look. I, I'd look at that if I'm Department of Player Safety. It's unusual. You don't often see it. But I don't know. I defy anybody to look at that and say that that's not that, that that's a hockey play. That to me looks like a guy who's up to something. That looked like a sneaky play. John Cooper said these guys are so skilled; they know exactly what they're doing with their sticks. And you saw it for yourself. He didn't want to get in yeah. trouble with the NHL or anything like that. To me, though, it uh, it looked like something that Dops should have a look at. Well, do, do you know what? Speaking of Dops, Stevie, do, do you know what might happen? If they're going to look at this, right? Because they they try, they suspend guys, they do this fine and shit like that. So when you see a dirty play like that, I'm going to sit down this morning uh, with Dops and go, I got an idea here. I got, I've, I've got an idea where maybe this will stop a dirty play like that. If if Taves did, did what he did to the guy that he did, uh, maybe we're going to let Tampa do that to one of their guys Mm -hmm. so it's kind of a it's kind of a freaking weird thing you know but like stop the game down like an almost like a firing squad situation no no (laughs) 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 yeah no but just say okay so you got another game coming up you know don't expect us uh you know you know what i mean It's, it's it's kind of encouraging trying to injure a guy but fuck you guys started it you know you guys you guys did it so know that if you do that someone else is gonna get a pass if it happens mm-hmm. if it happens in the next game you know uh just have dops be- do its job that's all i think you're i think you're good if you do that if dops does its job and looks at that play and says is that a natural hockey play is that a guy trying to separate a player from the puck or make a clean mm-hmm. body check or just knock a guy down I, I defy anybody to look at that video and tell me that, uh, that there's not some level of intent to injure there. And so if Dops does its job, you won't need to do any of that extra. Or self-police, stuff. you know. If you guys don't if you guys don't don't look after this yourself, you know, let, let let's see how it goes. Game after game, even in regular season, you know. Well that guy yeah. really checked ch- ch- Yeah, I know. Well let's look back two games ago. When, you know, when you guys met, you know, this guy tried to take his fucking head off. Yeah. So Cry me a river, boys. Cry me a river that you're screaming at me that we should have suspended him. And yet you're doing the same thing. Yep. It's Superstar. very complicated, Steve. It's oh, very yeah, it really is. It really is. Yeah, I, I don't so, know whether so- I should be running it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I liked yesterday, though. I thought, you know what? That guy sounds qualified to be in promo for PGA Tour Canada. 
I don't know that you're sounding qualified to be part of the NHL Department of Player Safety. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's uh, call it quits right there, ladies and gentlemen. Our website, stevewproject.com. Have a great evening, and we'll talk to you on our next episode. Good night, everybody. We'll see you.